I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway... You're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What is up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? That's right. We're back. We are. And the podcast will rock. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Uh, and I say we're back because if you've been uh, keeping up with what's been going on, uh, we haven't done a regular show uh, the way you're used to in quite some time. So this is uh, this feels good. We're getting back into the swing or the spin of things, should I say. Uh, and that'll make sense to you, the listeners that know what we do here. But if you're new to the show, you just stumbled across from us. We are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. And we do it one track at a time, slowly counting them down. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, what's good in your neighborhood? Literally nothing. Because we are currently in the midst of our first snowstorm. What is it, October 25th? We didn't even make it to motherfucking Halloween. And we've got an inch of snow on the ground. It's so icy out. Uh, I have a telethon I got to set up tomorrow that runs live for 15 hours on Friday. I have no idea if we can get the production truck down here. So I am stressing. So I got my, I got my Cavatier. I got my whiskey and I'm I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to take my fucking whiskey to bed with me because I'm just, I just want to get drunk and listen to Van Halen. That's all I want to do. Well, you came to the right place, and look, they don't yes. call uh, they don't call it the Great White North for nothing. So, uh, uh, apologies to to Corey this time uh, instead of our usual apologies because yikes, that sucks. That's a shame. 
Meanwhile, down here, it's unusually warm today, and that sounds like a brag, but it's not. I'm kind of sick of it. I like a little bit of a little October chill to grace the American South. <laughs> okay, maybe it's a slight brag. Is like because if it snows down here, then in October we've got problems. We've got huge problems. But I'll tell you, Corey, you know it's not a problem. It's not a problem listening to Van Halen. It doesn't matter which Van Halen. It's not a problem. It's a good time, and it's even better when we can do it uh, as a group. We can do it uh, not just as a show hosts, but as just friends and fans getting together talking about a band that we love and we love doing that with other like-minded individuals and fans such as our guests welcome back to the show uh, a couple of our p exclusive patrons and uh uh honorary members of the show let's say that matt lacoste michael griffiths what's up boys welcome back good to see you again it's been a while hey, good to be boys here. yeah can't think of a better group to uh, spin the wheel with, but it, it's funny you mentioned yeah. uh, friends because I want to mm -hmm. address a friend uh, right off the hop, um, sure. and uh, I I don't want to single him out by name. Uh, let let's just say his name rhymes with Taz, um, and he currently he he, he currently uh, hosts a show that, that sounds like you need to bathe in hydrocortisone cream after listening to it. Uh, but he just went off on a rant on his show uh, about yours truly and about something I allegedly oh. said on one of my many other different podcasts, which I cannot be held accountable for because I, I do so many. I forget what so I say many. half the time. It's true. And he, he is accusing me of, of Alex Van Halen's slander uh, on, on an episode of the Ultimate Catalog Clash. And first of all, he provided no proof. There's no timestamps. He, he can't tell me exactly where this happened. I'm not listening to the show because that's the last thing I want to fucking do is listen to one of my shows. Uh, so I, I, I'm not even quite sure this happened, but he says that uh, I, I claimed on the show Alex Van Halen contributed nothing uh, to the songwriting of Van Halen, which on this show, um, I'll remind folks, uh, I, I said actually quite the opposite that, you know, uh, because Eddie had talked about Alex being the go between be between him and David and, and bringing yeah. those songs together, which more than justifies him getting publishing rights in my opinion. Uh, but mm -hmm. apparently, and if something on the ultimate catalog clash, uh, contradicts that I can only attribute that to, uh, Kevin Brown, witchcraft, uh, Kevin Brown, <laughs> uh, is four foot two. He's a leprechaun. And he has all sorts of mystical, magical powers. And if something like that happened, um, it was it, it was just uh, Kevin Brown, a uh, witchcraft. And look, he's already uh, sticking up uh, for Chaz somehow. I, I I don't know. Oh, he's telling Chaz to quit picking on me. No, he's taking. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah yes. he's sticking up for you after you just insulted him twice on the Irish side I did and not. the white side. <laughs> I did not. Uh oh, you called him a leprechaun. <laughs> oh shit! I did not throw you under the bus. You see, for, that's what Kevin, happens. Kevin, I did not throw you under the bus. First of all, you're too tiny. If I threw you under the bus, you'd just fit between the wheels. You'd be fine. Jesus so it's all Christ. good. Just burying your own grave inside, you know, underneath an inch of snow, fresh snow no. at that. So uh, I, I should say, uh, Kevin Brown is fantastic. And uh, yeah. I'm sure he can back me up. I, I don't recall ever uh, slandering Alex Van Halen on the Genesis show, because that wouldn't make a ton of sense. Uh, but, no. but if I did. And I, I won't blame it on Kevin. Let's blame it on Randy Woods. Fuck that guy. Um, he's the uh, co-host uh, of Seaside Pod Review. And he does listen to podcasts. You out of your way to be the Alex proponent of the show. Many, many, yeah, many yeah. times. Absolutely. Yeah. I've heard it and I love it every time because it's like he yeah. doesn't get his due and you, you have your back on you're now. doing it over there. So yeah, whatever. That's, that's what I was yeah. going to say. It's like I we've done enough episodes. I can't remember the details of every single one, but I can confirm on multiple occasions that you have absolutely uh, given Thank you. Alex way, you know, his just due. 
at no point, at least on this show, and I'm very nearly certain. In fact, I am certain not on any other show would you have made that claim like, oh, he contributed nothing. Like what? No, none of that. Well, and so, uh, the, the point that Chaz and his uh, co-host on Rush Rash brought up was that he also wrote his own drum fills and his own drum parts, which I agree. Writing drum patterns contributes to the songwriting. And the reason why Mikey yeah. got cut out is because he didn't write those bass parts, right? Eddie says he wrote them all and taught Mikey how to play them. Right. So there, there's just another example of Alex deserving uh, his share uh, of publishing rights from Matt Hale, which I 100% yeah. agree with. And Scott Monroe, CMPU versus CCFU, you're goddamn right, my friend. And I'm going to be on that <laughs> damn show uh, next week. And, it, and I'm going to get double teamed. I'm going to need some help. I don't think Kevin's going to have my back anymore. Maybe Mark, you can come on with me and, and, and help and help fight off these guys on the on the Rush Rash show because I've already got a really bad itch about it. I mean, they they are trying to get me on the, the Rush Rash show, and I do want to get on there. So uh, perhaps perhaps I will have to. I'll have to get up there and uh, stick up for my boy because I won't have. Say what you want. I, I'm talking to all the listeners here. Say what you want about me. Say Say slander my name all you want. Do not slander. My co-host, Corey Morissette, no. First of all, don't do it because of all people to slander, he's not the one. And two, if you do that, he is very much assuredly going to destroy your podcast from the inside out and consume it. He's already going to consume all the other ones, but you will be first on his list of destruction uh, when he collectively forms the CMPU and uh, you'll just be, you'll be devoured and crushed. You don't oh, want yeah. that. Nobody wants that. So, I, I got a plan. I got a plan. I appear on your show. Nobody tunes in, and then your podcast dies. See, no. that's how I destroy the podcast. So, Chaz doesn't Mr. Uh, truth, <laughs> he is so, Mr. Taz, uh, yeah, who, who <laughs> real name shall be nameless, even though it was already just named, but I don't care. Mr. <laughs> quote unquote Taz, uh, ease up. Look, it's going to rain paint. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Why can't we all just get along? Exactly. Um, I was going to say real quick on the Alex thing versus, you know, I think Ed, I think Mikey kind of took Van Halen as a nine to five job and he'd do his thing and then he'd go home to his family and Ed's like, Hey, I want to jam. I want to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And Alex would be like, I'll be right over. And, And him and Alex would basically write all the time. So that's why in Ed's mind, Alex was as big a part as, as Dave or Sam or himself where Mikey was home with his family. And it's like, dude, you're not contributing. I think that's kind of where all this started from. I mean, and, and, Mikey, and he said he was name. intimidated. He said, it, I was intimidated. Bring st- Who's going to bring stuff forward to Eddie Van Halen? Like, hey, yeah. I, I got a yeah. riff, Eddie. Right. You want to check this out? Like, <laughs> you check this Dave, out, like Dave, mm. Grohl, Dave Grohl said the same thing when he was in Nirvana. He'd have like a lyrics for a song, but I'm not going to take that to Kurt fucking Cobain. It's say, hey, <laughs> check out this little ditty I wrote. Like, you don't do that, so. It's yeah, it's like I'll thing. do I'll do harmonies and play the drums, and that's that's it. So he's like, I don't need yeah. to I don't need to present lyrics to Kurt. Yeah, different uh, lyric writing entirely. Uh, fellas, it's been a while uh, between live shows and uh, uh, you know interviews. We haven't done a wheel spin in quite some time. We haven't done a regular show. So uh, getting back into it, what do you say? What do you what do you say, uh, Corey? Can you start us off with some uh, some Van Halen news? I would love to. And actually, there's a piece of Van Halen news um, that pertains to this show uh, that I wanted to let oh. you know. We got an email uh, from Feedspot. I have no idea what Feedspot is. Uh, I've but heard they, of it. You've heard of Feedspot? Well, yeah. they wanted to personally congratulate us because our podcast and the podcast Will Rock was selected by their panelists as one of the top five Van Halen podcasts on the web. 
<laughs> All right. So, so uh, out of two five, podcasts, you know, yeah, I was about to say out of two, out of like, two, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, number one was Dave and Dave Unchained, uh, the Van Halen podcast. Podcast. Fair. That's uh, fair. We were we were number two. Ooh, of course. Uh, number three was a podcast called Fair Warning, uh, which I, I hadn't heard before. But I'm gonna check these guys out. Mm-hmm. The the the, the write up is uh, Jared, Chris, and Augie go balls to nuts on one of the best rock innovators party bands of all time, Van Halen, starting at the backyard shows. Uh, Hold they on. do a... balls to nuts. That's what they said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a Sammy you're, lyric. You're the right balls to nuts. Oh come on, balls che- to nuts. Okay, good. That away, boys. Yep. Cherries on bananas, if you will. Uh, (laughs) Uh, number four was the amen corner which uh what do van halen the yankees judaism israel fatherhood and goodfellas have to do with each other find out on the amen corner so we beat them out which you know good i'm gonna assume the answer to that question is nothing but i don't know (laughs) well it's a good good tagline i like it word it's word salad yeah and uh, number five was a, a show called The Shoe with Miles Schumann. Uh, but his write-up had nothing to do with Van Halen. But so we beat out all those shows. We finished second to Dave and Dave Unchained. Uh, so pretty pretty good company, I think. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, you know Thank what? You. I'll take it. So yeah, pre- appreciate the vote. And uh, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll, we'll steal the top slot. But uh, maybe not. If not, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good with being number two. I got, I got to say, we, we just got a backhanded compliment from Jeff Brewer, uh, who says, I was going to say top five out of four. Dave and Dave are good, but you guys are far more productive. So not even we're good. We're just more productive than they we're are. Just productive. Thanks, we're, Jeff. Yeah. It's like we're more consistent. That's about it. But like, yes. it's just the you quality. Guys just, kinda, uh. You just keep delivering. You just keep showing up. Yep. We, we deliver number up. twos. That's what <laughs> we just, do. So, you just yeah. do. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. though. I'll, like I said, I'll take it. Uh, what else is going on in Van Halen News? We had all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, we had the Sammy Hagar birthday bash came up. Daily Roth That's released right. a couple of tunes. Um, oh, one of them is really, <laughs> we're going to play a little bit of it because this thing's fucking interesting. Uh, this is the new David Lee Roth track called The Shit That Killed Elvis. I don't want to hear another fucking word or, or <laughs> any bad word about Sammy lyrics ever. Hold on a second. I don't want to hear it after that. Hold on a second, Mark. That song, as tedious and terrible as it is, it doesn't actually sound terrible. That's one of those things where it's just like, eh, I don't know. What is he doing? It's fucking around. He sounds like a monkey. That's what he sounds Sing like. Sing a song about know? a monkey. Yeah. It's a thousand times. Oh, he froze doing up. any of these Van Halen re-records. Oh yeah. I mean, I I guess kudos to him oh, no. for uh for for going original this time, but now I'm kind of wishing he would uh, re-release yeah. the Van Halen song. 
John Five playing in the California session stuff, or is that something? Is this something different? No, I, that was the California sessions. Yeah, it was You're correct. Okay. Yeah, he says it's uh, autobiographic. Summer over the Rainbow Barn Grill is the opening theme song. It's about an Indiana kid who goes to sleep, think the Wizard of Oz, and the characters in his life, the butcher, the baker, and the newspaper guy, pop out of posters and sing a song called Giddy Up. And he finds his way to all the good things in life, having discovered rock in the 60s, and there's a song titled Alligator Pants. I'm not even going to fucking finish this quote, because I don't know what the hell he's talking. Oh, my God. Yeah. That Rainbow um, song, when Ed died, he dedicated that song to Ed. Which really doesn't make any sense, but the shit that killed Elvis was drugs, and it sounds like Dave's dipping his toe back into that pool uh, with with this. Again, once again, if all of you heard what I just heard, I don't want to hear another bad word about Sammy Hagar lyrics ever for the remainder of the time that we uh, are doing this show. I don't want to hear it, okay? Because I will anytime I hear it, I'm going to revert you back to this Dave song real quick. Hold on a second. Reference points. David Lee Roth right now versus David Lee Roth 30 years ago. You used to be able to write good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's like, you know. Yeah, that, I know. That, that could be said, the opposite could be said about like Sammy now. I haven't, I haven't heard anything new from Sammy in quite some time, I admit. Uh, I haven't listened to any of you wouldn't like chicken foot stuff. Uh, uh, probably not, but uh, but I would maybe I would appreciate it just because of the the source. But who knows? Um, that's crazy though. Speaking of Sammy, slight diversion. Uh, Corey, did you see our boys at the Bogus Otis show? Uh, got to sit down with him. Yes, I was going to call that out. Our, our good friends, yeah. uh, uh, the bro hosts, uh, went to the Red Rocking Brewer Company opening. Uh, in Detroit, uh, Darren and Brent, and they got to meet and actually have Sammy Hagar on their show. So that's pretty damn cool. Uh, so go so check out cool. the Botus Otis show. Uh, that interview is going to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, fantastic, Kudos, guys. Boy. I'm so Kudos. happy. Yeah, there's a great picture of Sammy uh, on the set during the interview. Uh, so go check out the Bogus Otis show. I'm so happy for them that they got that interview. Right on, right on. Well, okay. Uh, uh, Dave's insanity aside, uh, any, <laughs> anything else of note? <laughs> Oh, sure. Uh, of course, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen got married uh, to his lovely uh, lady. Uh, that was yes, uh, a did. week ago, I believe. So, yeah, congratulations uh, to Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Van Halen uh, on their nuptials. That's fantastic. Um, we also had, uh, uh, there's a lot of great interviews on the Van Halen news that Sammy and Hager, Sammy Hager and Eddie Van Halen get candid in part two of an 87 guitar player interview. Uh, there's a link to opera singer. Here's Van Halen's right now for the first time. Uh, that's really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, there's uh, a little bit on the instant magic of 5150. A lot of great articles to get caught up on on the Van Halen News Desk. Everybody should should run there and uh, get your Van Halen News. There's a ton going on right now, uh, so go check it out. There you go. There you go. So, uh, uh, And uh, if you guys haven't uh, checked out our, our Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, whatever, there's a, a lovely little video of this uh, this woman playing van halen on her electric violin and uh it's awesome so i just wanted to point that out because i was thinking about it so go to our x twitter page whatever it is we've retweeted it but uh she's playing uh i think is she playing panama on that in that video or is she playing yeah she is playing panama it was panama uh it's so it's really 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 good on an electric violin so check that out Jeff says Dave used to be the clown prince of rock. Now he's pretty much just a clown. Well, when you're a clown, nobody takes you seriously. And you know, like, but look, as uh, 
Matt kind of pointed this out too. It's like, or uh, actually, a few of you pointed it out that he's not a young man anymore. He's quite old. But Kevin mentioned he's not looking very well either. He should probably be in a home. So we can chalk all this up to Dave's having. Uh, we won't call it a midlife crisis. We'll call it end of life crisis. And I hate to put it that way, but it's kind of that's kind of what's going on. But uh, yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know what else to add to that. My brain's going to be thinking about that thing you just played for a while because holy shit. Uh, I will say the, the acoustic version is better. They do have two versions on the Van Halen news <laughs> There's desk. There's two versions. There's two versions. The acoustic version's a little oh bit better. My God. Uh, Josh oh. had a great comment in the chat. He says, met up with Dave at his house and said the first hour was pure comedy. And the next two hours were pure hell. There, there you go. I believe it. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry you had to endure that Josh. So, um, well, we won't be going to the uh, we won't be going to our rock and polls because uh, there's no poll. We 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 haven't done a, a regular show in in some time, so not really a lot to cover there. Uh, but what we have been doing, you guys, if you haven't been keeping up, we've got live recordings on on audio format, and then we have a, a great interview we did last week with uh, Steve Rosen, who wrote the book on Eddie Van Halen called Tone Chaser. So check out that interview we did with him, and check out Tone Chaser. It's just full of Eddie Van Halen stories. So giving them a shout out. So uh, unless you got more news, uh, you want to, you want to move on? Sure. Uh, Josh had a clarification there. Uh, it, it wasn't him uh, in that story. <clears throat> oh, I see. Blue, I see. <laughs> Blue Saraceno, I think. Yeah. Uh, did we actually ever go over the poll results for Beats Working? That was the last song we did. Wow. Uh, be, well, let's, you know what? Let's go over there. there. And, uh, let's go over and check it. Yeah. Well, I the got la- the results actually- right here. The last poll that we did was uh, getting everybody's thoughts on women and children first as an album, right. which got an astounding 96%. So uh, yes. that, you know, gives it to you there. But yeah, uh, tell me about uh, tell me about Beats Working. Uh, well, let's see. Beats Working, uh, we had 78.4% uh, what dreams are made of, 21.6% uh, percent the dream is over. So uh, Ooh, Beats well. Working is, is number 60 uh, in our overall uh, ranking so far. Yeah, it's uh, right below uh, Oh Pretty Woman from Diver Down, uh, right above Dreams uh, from 5150, which Dreams, I thought, that's, should be a heck of a lot higher. Yeah, that, that's that's ugh, that's atrocious, you guys. Yeah. Come on. And if uh, want to well, go to let's, the, you know, yeah, let's let's see what people are saying about this. Uh, I got it right well, I was here. Just, I was just going to go to the Chaz Lytics here, too. Oh, sure, sure, sure. About, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, women and Children First, it comes in now at number five uh, in our standings. Uh, of voting uh, because that's now our second complete album. So fair warning again, yeah, children yeah. currently uh, in the top five, 1984 is still leading the way. Uh, then the self-titled mm-hmm. debut, fair warning, Van Halen two and women and children. So I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. And if uh, we go over to, to this screen here, uh, you kind of get an idea of, uh, you know, David Lee Ross still leads the way 86.5%. Uh, Sammy's mm-hmm. at 71.3% and Gary, at a woeful 44.8%. Although, uh, if you uh, if you follow Mitch Lafon on Twitter, uh, he, he's, oh he lives in Montreal, I believe, and uh, he put out a controversial tweet where he said, this is an absolute fact that five tracks, he listed five tracks off Van Halen 3, were better than anything on Diver Down. And that's, that's just shocking. That man needs to be taken away. <laughs> More so than Dave, yes. I wasn't even going to bring it up, but since it's here, it's like, yeah, very, quite it, a hot right? take. I'm the guest. I can say what I want. Yeah, absolutely. go ahead. You, you absolutely can. Hospital. Hospital. <laughs> What's his G-L. name? Corey? 
Mitch LaFon and uh, Chaz points out Mitch is a science Dave. Yeah. Hospital. Hospital. <laughs> well, I, I tried to th think about this, though, as, oh. I, as I was asking uh, our audience, uh, like, what do you think about this? I, I, I had myself a think. It's possible Van Halen 3, much like our friend uh, uh, Michael Green, maybe there's, maybe there's something to that album for Mitch that uh, just sort of, uh, that, he, that just hit at the right time. Or sure. maybe he just yeah. maybe he just overall just doesn't have an issue with it and just really digs the product. And if that's the case, cool. Not, I, I tried to get into that album. I think he's trying. Yeah, to yeah. Controversy. It's. I tried very hard. <laughs> I wrote the a comment to you guys. Like you did. <laughs> it's just not happening. I mean, maybe there's some little bright elements you can pick. It's the worst produced album. One of the worst produced rock albums I've ever heard. Mike Post as a producer is a joke. Yeah. That's and, exactly right. You can you yeah. can like that album, and that's fine. But you cannot compare it to Diver Down. That's a classic. That's a fucking insane. I yeah, mean, there's like three songs on Diver Down that are maybe top five or top ten for any Van Halen fan. Like, no, 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 no. No, yeah, exactly. You can and, you um, can argue three is good for you in your yeah, yeah. fan of life where you had to listen to it. But even Kevin Brown, who is, who is not a fan girl. of Diver Down, said, like, that's a trash take. <laughs> that's yeah. ridiculous. But uh, like, like Scott did, he does, you know, yeah. Scott's wrote, yeah. Yeah, he has a He's very a personal story about Van Halen 3. Oh, uh, so there you go. <laughs> but still, well, uh, if you're going to make you know. that statement, you discount everything else. Right. The, the fact that he said, money, this is a fact, this is truth. These songs are better the than yeah, anything on Diver. That's the thing. If you said, hey, I prefer Van Halen 3 because I have this personal connection. Fantastic. Yeah, 100% yeah, agree. Like, great, cool. Yeah. It's like, here's but when you fact, frame it as, no. yeah, this is a fact. Once is better than anything on Diver Down, you get a from out. pretty much everybody. Roll out of the car. You're out on the highway, rolling down the street. <laughs> and roll, and my dude. I remember I bought that the oh, day it came out. Miles an hour. You're gone. And I stood in line and got yeah. this collector's 10 thing that had guitar picks and everything. And, oh, yeah. and once I got there and I was the only one in line and knew something was wrong. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I remember driving around with my friends and we we're all Van Halen fans. I'm the only one who had it and I'm playing it in the car. And they're like, Mike, this is shit. This sucks. <laughs> and I know it doesn't. Like, Great. It's, it's awesome. It's Van Halen. And I tried. That's what I mean. I tried. Uh, you're like, no. Yeah, exactly. You're trying. Hey, we're all trying. As as yeah. you all know, this the Van Halen 3 has been sort of the bane of my existence on this show because it's just, I, I have not been digging, with the exception, I think, of one track so far that I thought wasn't terrible. The rest of it has just been just a dumpster fire. It's so, um, well, yeah, and according it's, it's to our good. audience here, uh, thanks again uh, to the Chazolytics here. Uh, Diver Down currently has an average what dreams are made of of 82.57 percent. Uh, Van Halen 3 is way down here. Uh, its current average of what dreams are made of 44.84 percent. Mm. So, uh, I think <laughs> so, our, our audience tends to agree Diver Down maybe a yeah, little bit better and, than Van Halen know, 3. And it's cool. Oh, here we go. Scott's got a great cool. idea. Regarding oh, Van Halen 3, Ryan Chaz, you win. There you go. Great idea. Let, let's see him. Hey, the, if they can what? do Lulu. Yes. Yeah. You can do it's Lulu. Like yeah, have it. Look, yeah, exactly. It, it might work for a couple people. And if, if it works for you, awesome. That's, that is great. 
Yep. But yeah. don't. But you can't. You can't call it a fact. To, yeah, you can't. You, you can't, can't compare it, it to another album and call it a fact. You oh, want facts? Thanks. We'll get. We'll get hey, Chaz man. to uh, pull up. We a got chart the Chazalytics to back us up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not just Mark. You. You said it. And at time of your life, it was a thing, and it came out, and it was great. And but don't say it was better than this or that. That's just. Yeah, because it's just not. I mean, I and for my money, per, personally, I would say, and I know everyone's down on uh, Van Halen covers, but I would say, pick me one cover off Diver Down, and I will. That's better than anything on Van Halen Three for my money. So just just one cover song. So Happy child. Wait, take, wait, yeah, wait. so take that once, for what it's will. Uh, once is not a great song. Once He's is the right. possibly the. Oof! Once is possibly the the worst song on that album. Ryan Powell, very divisive. Ryan very divisive. Once is a great song. Yep. I can't tell if Ryan is being uh, uh, sarcastic. No, he loves. Or if he's, no, and, to me, oh, he does love works. once. That's right. Yeah. And you know what? It, well, it doesn't just work for Ryan. There's Ryan. a lot of other people yeah. out there too. Yeah. Uh, when we did the poll, it was 43 percent. Right. What dreams are made of? 56. Uh, the dream That's is over. So, right. oh, I a lot of people like once. Yeah, yeah. Van Halen, it's a frustrating. Ryan owns it, and absolutely, he should. Like, I, oh, I love God. that he loves once very, very much. Yeah. Uh, yes. Didn't work it's for me. Did not work for me either. Matter of fact, it worked at like not well for me in in the slightest. Like, I, I Chaz's not a fan. <laughs> yeah, Chaz isn't a fan. And and we said it like we didn't think anything would uh, would eclipse. Uh, how many say I? But uh, I I think we're uh, once is the That's, worst track. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, true. I, I, I honestly think once is the biggest piece of shit they've ever done. How many say I is Eddie doing a thing close to his heart, mm-hmm. which he shouldn't have shared. Okay, like mm-hmm. like okay, but at least it was out of his. It's like once is just like this. Weird collaboration that is not anything like they've ever done. It's not rock and roll. It's certainly not, a, like you guys said, adult contemporary. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, get uh, out of here with this shit. I think that's why, I think that's why I once here. took the slot for uh, worst of the songs so far, because I, it was How Many Say I for a long time. And then we heard once and I was like, well, when you, when you factor in all of these other things, like you just pointed out, how many say I for all of its you know faults and flaws? It was a, a personal song Eddie wanted to do. It's like, okay, cool. I can appreciate that. I don't like right. the way it sounds or way it's put together, but I can appreciate that. Whereas, sure. again, to your point, Matt, Matt uh, uh, once is just this collective of crap, and it is just like oh. it just doesn't. It for me, for me, it doesn't work. Uh, for That's Ryan, so it works good. great. For for a bunch of for the forty something percent. Of people that voted that said, "Yeah, yeah, it works." Like, okay, See, like and, I, and I don't hear what you're hearing. <laughs> I, I think Josh might be calling us out for being a little hypocritical, but again, none of us are saying this is a fact. This is just a right, 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 right. I'll give an example. Like "Fire in the Hole," I really tried to like that song, and the outro to it is one of Ed's best riffs, I think. And if they would have made the outro the song, it would have been great. But then you have Gary straining; he doesn't know if he's Sam or if he's Dave. The lyrics yeah. aren't whatever. They're okay, I guess. It's 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 a weird song, and you try to like it, and you're like, this isn't that great. Then you hear this outro, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And then it ends, and it's like, why couldn't that have been the song? <laughs> why that's that the frustration of three. Like every song is like that yeah. once, but that's just bad. But no, Scott Everett says "Without one. You" might be better than any of the covers. Uh, I liked "Without You." I actually uploaded it. 
would you say without you as a chance against like say oh pretty woman which kevin brown said is probably one of his most hated in the van halen catalog i what is wrong with you kevin <laughs> he's a thief of joy yeah where have all the good times gone that's a great cover on i like without you love it there's a couple songs i actually I like, like but None of I can't remember if that was the one that I upvoted or not. I can't remember. I, I just remember I upvoted once. Well, nevertheless, uh, the, the, the point and the, the moral of all of this is like what you like and be, be proud of it. Don't state it as a fact of comparison of two things that shouldn't be in comparison, though. It's like whatever. So, Mitch, thank you for the tweet. Appreciate your hot takes and all that. I, I just disagree with it entirely. And uh, it's not a fact just a very strong opinion you have and i uh i i give you i salute you for it so we've, we've already done very, year to the day tom we've already we have, done yeah year we now. did year to the day so no. uh Which moving mark, on mark to, and i uh, both voted yeah. yes to actually we voted yes to two songs mark without you and year to the day so. oh it was two songs wow I've got, yeah. i must have been feeling very generous on one of those Has year to the day yeah. happened yeah it's happened yeah not it that happened, long yeah. ago actually okay yeah. okay 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 uh, so the Kevin last is a song, King's groupie, that's 100% correct. Right. Uh, the last song we did, uh, the last song we, we took to the poll was Beats Working. Uh, so going to our tweets to see here what people are saying about it. Beats Working got, as you pointed out, 78.4% what dreams are made of. So uh, with our lovely patrons commenting in the tweets here, uh, if you want your tweet guaranteed read on the show, join our Patreon. Get on the tier. We'll find one for you. Ryan Powell, the the uh, the infamous Ryan Powell says, love the concert opening and solid verse riff. While the chorus is not the strongest, the breakdown leading into the solo with a great uh, Wolfie Van Halen bass riff and cowbell and cowbell is a standout, as is the outro solo. And yes, that long final dive bomb hashtag what dreams are made of. Absolutely agree with that. Uh, the aforementioned Kevin Brown says hashtag what dreams are made of just. I prefer the 76 demo idea for the song. And I still really don't like the bass heavy mix on almost all of a different kind of truth, but Ed is flying here and Wolfie adds some great licks. Dave's vocals has to be tuned slash modified, but it works on the track would be a third option song for me. So, uh, so he's, you know, he, he's keen on it. He's just not, uh, not super, super keen, but that's fair. I personally kind of liked the uh the changes that they made and i i i like how beats working came around uh as opposed to that that demo but the demo's still pretty good so no hate going on there all right moving on to scott monroe says you guys said it all it's a great way to close out van halen's final album uh the slow burn ending is melancholy after eddie van halen's passing i do wish there were harmonies in the chorus a la the put out the lights demo but it's still a thundering banger that's top tier on a different kind of truth. Hashtag what dreams are made of. That's right. Yeah, I, I, uh, it just slipped my mind there that that was like the last recorded track for them. So yeah, I guess, I guess it would be a little bit melancholy these days. So good catch there. Thank you, Scott. Greg Zito says, great track. Loved hearing the demo version because it shows how they developed some good ideas into a fully realized song. Yeah, you get into the early minds of uh, their creative process and see like nothing is thrown away. We're going to recycle and use it again, make it something either really awesome or not so awesome, but most of the time really awesome. Uh, I'm assuming this is Chaz, but uh, regarding Roger says red hot baby, like it or not. Uh, I think that's Chaz. And if that wasn't Chaz, then no, look, free tweet. 
Brad Gould says, it's just a fun song with many pieces of what made Van Halen great. One final fantastic solo from Eddie Van Halen. Hashtag what dreams are made of. No argument there, man. Not at all. Uh, and uh, Tom Armbruster says, I'm going 49%. The dream is over on this one. Wow. It's fine, but not inspired. Love the guitar solos and the final note decay with hindsight. Hits all the feels, but it's not enough to tip it to what dreams are made of for me. Fair enough, Tom. Uh, a 49%, you know, that's, that's still, that's kind of like, uh, it's like those two songs I upvoted on Van Halen 3. You'll get the upvote, but just barely. Uh, in this case, Tom's like, you get the downvote, but just barely. And I respect it. It's fine. And, uh, you know, you weren't a dick about it. You weren't be like, no, nah, fuck this song. They should have gone on a higher note. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. Showed a little class. And that's what we appreciate about you there, Tom. And finally, Jeff Brewer says, neither the best nor the worst on this album. The main riff is okay. I like the verse riff quite a bit. Dave tried fairly hard. I like the sound of the background vocals from the demo. The blend of Dave, Ed, and Mike in the late 70s, early 80s is hard to beat. But my vote is thumbs up. Um, no, you're not kidding. The, uh, yeah, those early, especially the early, uh, harmony days, very, very hard to, uh, uh, to argue against that. And I'm not gonna, because it's awesome. Oh God. Is this going to be like the new torturous tune? It's it's the new beautiful girls. I think I'd rather you play beautiful girls. If I'm going to be honest with you, (laughs) I don't need to hear about how monkeys killed Elvis or something. I don't know what the, whatever the hell Dave's talking about. But uh, there's the tweets uh, from our patrons. We had other tweets, but uh, if you want your tweet guaranteed read on the show, join our Patreon. I guarantee you we have a tier that will work for you. And if we don't, let us know. We'll make it. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think now it's time to do our favorite thing. It's time to do our favorite thing we haven't done in quite some time. Everybody, raise your glasses and say it with me. Manifestations. Yes. And uh, based on our, uh, yeah, finally on our Discord, we had quite a bit. People are excited to manifest a song for tonight. Some of them went so far as to say, honestly, anything, just anything, just, just, just spin the damn wheel. <laughs> it's been like three weeks. <laughs> so we know we've been busy. Uh, but uh, going to the Discord real quick, yeah. Uh, anything that? Uh, oh, that's no, that's you. That's you, Corey, saying. Stuff like that, and I have to weed through all this, and uh, I can't I see got any of your manifestation. I got it because I got, uh, <laughs> you're all talking about something about phlegm and hacking. That's right. I, I, ignore the phlegm. Scott Monroe wanted to hear Atomic Punk. Uh, he wants to go back to VH1. Uh, Chaz wants to hear Spanked because uh, he's a thief of joy. Uh, Davy, uh, good buddy Davy Lee Smitty, wants to hear The Trouble with Never. He wants to go back to a different kind of truth. Uh, Tyron Brombruster says anything. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Brewer said, anything is acceptable, but um, if you're going to, if he preferred a, a track, it'd be Atomic Punk. Uh, Ryan Howell says, in honor of the collection vo- uh, part two, uh, he's manifesting when it's love. And uh, I think that's a great Ooh. choice. Uh, I haven't got my collection uh, part two yet. I was actually talking with one Kevin Brown here today about maybe I'll be in Saskatoon in a few weeks for a Kiss concert. Going to try and pick it up there because Regina didn't have any. Um, and then they Jeff played said, this Monday, this past Monday over here. Oh, yes. Uh, in honor of Steve Rosen characterizing Sammy's songwriting as a bit pretentious, uh, he thinks <laughs> when it's love would be apropos. Uh, I agree. I was kind of shocked when because you kind of asked uh, Stephen, uh, which vocalist do you prefer? He's like, I don't really like either. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't like either, but he, but he, he made a point to start off with Dave just wasn't my guy. And I was like, oh, shit, hot take. I was ready for <laughs> yeah. it. But he did admit that uh, he thinks he thought that Sammy was the better singer and kind of like the this whole time I've been preaching is like as a vocalist, a singer in actual, you know, in technical terms, Sammy stands like above so many, but especially Dave. Um, in, but fairness, we didn't talk about, in fairness, yeah, yeah. Stephen hasn't heard this. Chroma key. Chroma key. There's a term no one's used since 1987. Yeah. That song is growing on me every time you play it. <laughs> when when you email uh the Steve Rosen website back with the uh link to the show that he was on, uh go ahead and send him this one as well. Just be yeah, like, hey, here's this, something for funsies. Uh <laughs> tell us your take on this Dave track. Yeah. Uh, uh let, let's go back to manifestations. I'm, I'm gonna get back yeah, to let's being do happy. That. So, uh, uh Kevin Brown agrees with uh when it's love. Uh he doesn't give a shit if it's a bit schmalchy. It's a perfect little pop ballad, and Ed plays some very tasty keyboard on the track. Uh, no arguments there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when the whole uh, phlegm hack thing started, uh, thanks to Jeff Brewer, when he said, that, yes, the music is tasty, but Sam's opening phlegm hack always knocks it down a notch for me. Uh, so <laughs> that's when that whole thing uh, happened, and then everybody kind of picked up on it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I, we should I all post of. phlegm hack to confuse Mark. <laughs> and so that's why uh, at, at the beginning, yeah. And, if there's uh, one thing Mark loves is to be confused. Yeah. Oh, I should say... Right. Uh, uh, Jeff Brewer says Rosen said better singer, not a good songwriter. So that that was kind of his point about. Sammy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, and that's and but again, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I have I have conceded on the songwriting portion of it because you motherfuckers always keep bringing up up for breakfast. So, but now, now, like, all right, everyone's well, loving the David Lee Ross song now. Look at this; right. it's growing on everybody. Look at this. You're all insane. But anyway. Uh, I am going to manifest seventh seal. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. Um, for no other reason other than I want to hear it. So, uh, Matt Lacoste, back on the show. What song do you want to manifest for tonight? House of Pain. Ooh, he was ready. Let's finish that. off 1984. Like it. Yep. Oh, might as well. Yeah. So, Michael, how about you, sir? So last time I was here, I made the mis- I was going to manifest beats working. I changed it at the very last second this summer night. Right. So I learned I learned my from my mistakes. So this time I was going to manifest Jamie's crying, but I I did get the collection. So in honor of that, I'm going to do Black and Blue. Ooh, Black Ooh. and Blue is a good one. Uh, I I think we did House of Pain. That's not the uh, track on uh, 1984 that we have left. I don't think. Oh yeah, we do. Oh, House did we? Pain. Yeah, I, yeah, I just saw. Uh, yeah, Scotty Monroe said you did that one already. I wonder which one oh, geez. Uh, he's referring <laughs> to. Damn it! <laughs> no, we, how's the pain is still on the wheel. We're good on that one. Not so, because yeah, I did it last yeah. time. I thought. I... Yeah, yeah. Kevin Brown with the line of the night says moles grow on you too. Doesn't mean you want them. So In there you relation go. to what, <laughs> Kevin Brown? Really, when you said that this song is growing on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're saying that Dave's song's a grower, not a shower. Well, I, I don't think it's a grower or oh, a shower. Seventh Seal we've already done. I thought so. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. My bad. I didn't mean Are you thinking seal. Amsterdam? I meant yeah. Amsterdam. That's yeah, I thought what so. I meant. I meant Thank Amsterdam. you, Scott. You're correct. Scott, we yeah. definitely did so. Two weeks Thank off, you. man. Yeah, that's what you said. Like fuck. three weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't even know what the fuck's happening here. All I know is I'm... I don't either. Uh, what do you want to manifest, Corey? It's your turn. Holy cow. 
God, you know, I was thinking humans being because I know Chaz hates it. Uh, and because of the collection too, I thought that would be a good one, but that hasn't happened. Uh, you know, it hasn't nope. happened. No. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Fuck Chaz. I'm going to go with humans being, he keeps uh, manifesting <laughs> spanked. So I'm going to manifest humans being, and I've hit that three the, uh, times. So I got that's, the, that's the theme of tonight's show is fuck Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> Or Kevin, or Mitch, or you know, just like whomever. Like, who else wants to talk some shit? I love Kevin. Uh, He's so tiny; he fits right in your pocket. Look, as as a short king myself, I take umbrage with those (laughs) with those comments. So uh, I got I got your back there, Kevo. Um, But that said, are you really four eleven? Because I don't believe you. Um, (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) so all right, cool. We got our manifestations ready and set. And man, look at that! I can clearly, I can sit back and clearly read all of those titles. That means that we are we are slowly but surely approaching the end of the wheel. We're not there yet, but uh, it it is a lot coming. It is coming our way. We do have a lot to go. We got under thirty, but I mean, it's you know, we we still got a ways. We have 27 left on the wheel. 27, yeah. That's so, it? That's it? I, yeah, 27 left. That's crazy. God, that is we, crazy. And only uh, almost two years later. So, yeah, there we go. Um, let's see. There's four of us on uh, on the on the panel here. Uh, what do you oh, say? Oh, there's you eight, eight in the times? chat, too. Oh, we got so eight 12. In the chat. We can't forget them. Yeah, let's let Oh, Aftershock just has got hit. Yeah, no, still there. no, we haven't. All right, one, what? two, three. Seven, eight, there's nine, still some ten, good ones. There's 11, still some real good bangers. Twelve. So these these last bit of shows are going to be real, real fun. I think so. Let's uh, right. let's see what happens tonight, though. All right, let's throw it over to Sammy Hager. Here we go. Round, 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 round. Oh, so close! Ooh. Oh, of course, <laughs> oh, it's no. Van Halen Free. No. <laughs> one I want. Oh. oh. Unbelievable. Who didn't see that coming? I Who didn't saw see that, that coming? coming. Oh, God. I, knew, I just, I, there was too much Van Halen 3 talk. This, wait a minute. I know what's happening. This is some sort of a Samhain Halloween conspiracy. I think Mitch cursed us with his Ooh, Van Halen 3 talk because he knew, I think he knew he was stirring the pot, the cauldron, if you will. Uh, like this cauldron right here, he was stirring it, and he was like, "Yes, get, get see, come, come to me with with uh, with my hot take and tell me how much you you hate it, whatever." All the while, we didn't realize, we didn't, we weren't listening that the Van Halen three manifestations were just like oozing under the surface, ready to pop up. And well, if that was indeed the game plan, congratulations, Mitch, you win. Also, yeah. I might have some other choice words for you, depending on how this song goes. I have no idea. As you know, I've the only time I've listened to Van Halen three is on this show. So I don't know what Mark, Um, this this might be the chance for this album to prove us. We are all wrong. This might be it right here. That's right. That's right. Well, because I haven't listened to this song in, I don't know, 15 years, maybe Mm. with fresh ears. We'll all be proven wrong. Mark, you will think this is great. Corey will think it is great. We'll all think this is great. That's and a great attitude. The rest yep. of them can be validated. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm gonna... Scott, Monroe, Scott Monroe says it's a good one. I trust Scott. It's a good one. Scott it's knows his stuff. Guys. Yep. 
Okay. Yep. I normally trust Scott, but he also really loves the song once, then I do not. So right. I'm gonna throw it over. <laughs> like, I wanna throw it over to Michael. What do you think? Is uh is Matt right? Are we is this gonna um, be the one that changes our mind? Remember what I said about firing the hole that applies to one I want. Like there are some good elements here, and then okay, okay. some things that you're gonna go, um, <laughs> how is this compared to Diver Down? And I, by the way, I think you had a Gary Voodoo doll or something that he's using to manipulate the <laughs> I well, like I said, it's a it's a conspiracy. Maybe just we have long since uh, had a suspicion that, that Gary's been following, and maybe Gary has heard the show, and maybe just maybe this Mitch person uh oh, is yeah, is in cahoots fun. like maybe <laughs> maybe there's something happening here i don't know Chess seems to think it sucks balls so uh it does he might be right he <laughs> might be right but uh but uh, uh scott might be right as well uh i i don't know i don't know what to expect i trust scott oh, that, he said he downvoted once oh, okay okay my bad yeah. scott my bad thank you yeah. all right can uh, i can i tell can i tell a quick story yes, yes. all right i went to see Van Halen with Gary Sharon with a group of friends, and none of us were very excited to see this because we didn't like the album, but we we're going to do it anyway. And we're in a car with friends of mine who are just going to the show, and they didn't even like Van Halen. They're like, God, this is awful. What do you guys want to do Jeez. after? And I was like, I don't know. We're just going to go to the show and hang out, and it's going to be fine. And then we went to the show, and I think this is the second song they played. And for 30 seconds of the song, I was like, hey, man, this is pretty good. And then Gary started doing his thing, and I was like, all right, should we leave? We left in, like, I'm not kidding, 20 minutes into the show. Wow. Walk the fuck out. Yikes. Left. That's it was rough. Awful. That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear. <laughs> like this was the second song. Yeah, I, I saw the three tour and it stayed for the whole thing. But it's when Gary started doing his Broadway show moves, and it's like, uh, you know, it, Gary has Broadway show moves. He yeah. does. Like he's in. Oh. It's in even like a Queen kind of cover band or something that he, that he does all these Queen tributes and he sings. He's got a move. But he does those. He was doing those moves. It just doesn't fit with Van Halen. Not that there's its own place for it, but it's not Van Halen. And you can't do that moves with Mean Street or something, which was in the right. set list too. He did. He tried yeah. it though. Oh, yeah. Do you think work, he man. was? Uh, do you think he was trying to to? Uh, no pun intended. Uh, manifest a little bit of uh, Dave in that uh, little like performance. Maybe. Maybe because you know I mean, Dave likes Dave's right. got you oh, know okay. he had some moves so. Ryan yeah, Powell exactly. says because that's why, Dave that's, doesn't have Broadway show moves. That's exactly why I asked because it's like, he well, has martial arts thing, moves. Though, yeah. David invented I mean, he, the thing. David invented the thing. Gary was trying to kind of do a David thing and not be a Sammy thing. It was really weird. I mean, I, well, definitely not a know, Sammy thing because Sammy, Sammy did, he wouldn't he wouldn't bother dancing on stage like that. Uh, yeah. Jeff was not a fan. His his body movements were annoying. He says so. No, uh, got anyone on the call. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For anyone in the chat, do you know what the original working title of this song was? We'll, we'll, we'll give everyone a minute. I, I, I should <laughs> play the prices right thing. Eat my balls. That is incorrect. Eat my balls. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good try. Good try. Uh, good try. It Michael, was good try. it was. It was a good yeah. try. It was. You know. I. I thought it might have had something to do with Superman or something like that or Superhuman, but I'm. Well, uh, man is in the title actually, according to C.J. Chilvers, or Chilvers, our good friend at the Van Halen, uh, who wrote the Van Halen, Van Halen Encyclopedia. Uh, the original working title was Candyman. Oh. Yeah. Kevin Candyman? Brown said, "Was it called Out of Ideas?" Uh, <laughs> that's a good Holy fucking shit. the candy man can but should he that oh be ryan the knew it after ryan I knew it yep. I, I knew of ryan course you did it. of course good job right. yeah. yeah jesus christ how is ryan into this album come on ryan powell <laughs> what are we doing should we get right, let's, ryan let's hear it ryan. Let's, let's hear it let's break it down i can't wait to listen to this i should send ryan a link so he can get in here and he can defend it because i i I'm like uh, Matt. I haven't heard this song in probably 15 years. Me so I, I'm going in with an incredibly open mind. I'm hoping like. I love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jeff said, uh, working title, the one I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the one I want. May well, you know, so we're all, it's already divisive on uh, how the song is going to go. Want, so what I want, I, what I want. He's have a lot of manifestos. Of course you do. Of course you do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Scott says, uh, if you're not digging Gary on this song, be open to the solo and the outro. And okay. Mark has already okay. I'll be, I mean, so. I'll, I'll be open to as much as much of it as I can possibly be. But as Absolutely. you all know, I'm I'm not keen on anything that I've heard from Van Halen three. Even the ones I upvoted were just kind of like almost reluctant. Um, but uh, so I'm I'm nervous. I'm going into this nervous, but ready when you are. <laughs> All right, let's do it. This is uh, the third track from Van Halen 3. It was also a single off of Van Halen 3. This is One I Want. Man, before the, the drums and the guitar kicked in, I thought I was listening to Extreme. Like, it, it didn't sound like a Van Halen song. No, it didn't whatsoever. And But then as soon as Andy comes in there, it's like, oh, it is. Well, even as soon as Alex kicked in, I'm like, okay. Because, like, right. uh, you know, Pat Gary and whoever they got drumming for him now, I can't remember his name, 
are, are good drummers, mm-hmm. but they're not Alex Van fucking Halen, right? So as soon right. as the drums kicked in, I'm like, okay. But yeah, it just I know your feelings, Mark, about Dave lyrics in the song, the new Dave song, but Pizza yeah. Man just wants a slice. Yeah. <laughs> Superman, he looking for Lois. Yeah, Pizza Man. I mean, it's that's what I thought I heard. He's ordering like, seconds. This is the dumbest iteration of Van Halen lyrics ever, and the sound <laughs> sucks. The it the does. mix sucks. Yeah, it makes the song sucks. sucks. Go on. Yeah, there's no Don Land. Where's Don Landy? It's Mike Post. Oh. Who I don't even think was there. I think he. Superman. Yeah. It's Ed, Kevin Brown Ed, agrees. Ed, yeah, Ed mix on this album Ed, really doesn't Ed, help Ed. it. Yeah, the mix is is shit. Uh, Chaz says the VH tone was destroyed on this album. Hundred percent correct. Caesar man, get me two pizzas for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you secretly love this song. That's what I think. You know what? I don't like the fat shaming fat man. He's ordering seconds. Like, come on. Right. Like, I'm a fat man. I, t- I take offense bullshit. to that. All right. Let's, a good man, let's he's keep hard it. to find. Pizza man. <laughs> Superman, he looking for Lois. That's the one that gets me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> right? Isn't he? <laughs> I mean, sure. Ryan Powell says, we need a collection three with just this album. This song fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics are marginally clever. Says Goofy man. <laughs> he's walking into walls. Goofy man gonna find some stalls. All right, let, let, let's find out what the mailman's doing. He's in the next verse. Let's check. He's it got out. more. Yeah. Holy shit. Mailman looking more like your daughter. <laughs> Straw man don't have a leg to stand on. Gay man looking for another. Candy man, yeah, the candy man can. Fuck the all the way man, off. What, what the fuck does any of that mean? <laughs> Holy so cow. What does any of that mean? Hey, the candy man can. It's like. It's Love also the Sammy Davis shout out, yeah. Offensive too. Like, what the shit? Like, what? What are you talking about, dude? Gary, it's Gary. Come on. Je- Jeff loves Come the mailman on. looking more like your daughter line. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Willie, I'm sure that the brass at Warner Brothers loved this when it was turned into yeah. them, and they're like, "Oh, here's yeah. the album. Hey guys, <laughs> nothing <laughs> screams cool metal songs than Willy Wonka references." That's and right. We should all do more of those. Okay. Ryan with, with a great critique here. Background vocals way too high or, or were way too in the background in the mix. And they were. And it, I didn't hear a lot yeah. of Ed in there. I just heard uh, Gary doubling himself there. So. And Kevin asks, why is uh, Gary trying to sing like a Chinese Bob Marley tribute act? <laughs> he started question. off He started off so well vocally, just uh, as, as you pointed out, Corey, and it's like, it sounded like extreme. And we like him in extreme, but uh, mm-hmm. then then the rest of the song and everybody else comes in and all of a sudden it's like he remembered he was in Van Halen and like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let me let me change it up real quick. Let me do my thing. And like, ah, uh, remember, this move, is better right? than Diver Down. So remember that. So that's right. Uh, yeah. right. right. Was... right. This song that's is right. way better. That's a fact, than right? <laughs> yeah. Hang my is trash. This song is good. Remember that. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. 
white man tried to get a tan. The black man is looking for justice. The white man is just trying to get a tan. White oh man trying to get a tan. <laughs> oh, but, oh, God. What is he saying? It's Scott Wait, Everett. And then they turned word. around and made it a single. Is that a, so is that a societal uh, comment? I, I guess so. Okay. Well, the black man's Move looking on. for justice. The white man's trying to get a tan. I get his what he's what he's getting to there. Ahead of his time. Sure. Absolutely <laughs> ahead of his time. Better than <laughs> anything on Diver Down. <laughs> what a revolutionary! <laughs> All right, let's keep going. That's the, the craziest pre- part of this song. It like it goes into this like this kind of slow, cool bridge into a thing, and then it's like feels so good, so good. Like it's like times a billion. How does it what I they had to be doing massive drugs when they yeah. did this song. This is a. It's a like this song all over the place. The whole album is all. Oh over my the place. god! Like it doesn't match at all. Yeah. Could you have the one I want? Yeah, one I want. One I want. As what weird I it is, is to say that uh, that little pre-chorus before the chorus like was the most intelligible thing lyrically that he said so far. And, <laughs> like musically it was cool too. Like uh, when I hear the pre-chorus I'm like, "Oh, here's where the song redeems itself." Yeah, yeah. And then we then, got into the chorus and it's like, "Oh, yeah, we just like, didn't stumble again." What was that? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, you guys lost your momentum. What the hell just happened? At Jazz, a certain point uh, you will stop yeah. apologizing this man. I'm certainly not apologizing for on this one because whew, Gary lives matter. <laughs> Jesus. They don't. I mean, they don't. Gary's lives matter. Yeah, sure, but uh, but uh, this, this these lyrics ain't ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah. Scott says Mikey's harmonies need to be turned up way louder in the chorus. I don't really hear him at all. Absolutely, I don't hear him. Yeah, I don't hear him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let Let's keep going here. Get back. Okay, you had me for most of that. I'm stuck on the whole Sandman kick mud in your eye. Like no. Sandman doesn't deal with mud; he deals with sand. He's <laughs> not gonna kick mud in your eye. What the hell are you talking about? Is he Water is his greatest mind? enemy because then he yeah. gets all muddy. You're right. He doesn't like mud. Yeah, what the and, you're, and, what are you talking you about? Know, why? Also, why drag Billy Joel into this? Like, why drag yeah. Billy Joel into this? Like, come on, what has he done to anybody? 
He's working in the mood for a melody. He's trying to trick you. But he has no payoff. The, no. The other no payoff. thing is, like, what what are we doing? That the mix of the vocals are so much higher than this amazing band. It is really hard. Have you ever sounded Van Halen yeah. ever sounded weaker than this? No. I'll, I'll not, say one thing. Corey, I'll tee you the up. The band but, uh, sounds <laughs> mitigated. They're tossed into a corner while Gary and I don't know six Garys are singing that song. It this song fucking sucks. Al is doing a good job, Corey. So yeah, I, sure. I did. I was specifically yeah. listening to Alex Van Halen, and he—you could tell this is Alex Van Halen on the drums. Yeah, he does 100%. have a pretty good sound, and the rest of it is what Matt just said. <laughs> but and buried. It is. And like uh, uh, Scotty said, Mikey's harmonies need to be turned up. And I said, I don't hear Mikey's harmonies. And everybody else is like, I don't hear Mikey either. I don't even know if he sang harmony on this. It, it just sounds like a very thin, very uninterested Gary in the background going, like just over and over again. And yeah. It's, it's, it's six Gary's <laughs> doing the same thing. Hey, man. Scotty now calls oh. it a sweet and sour filibuster. We're, we're still getting to the, the solo and the outro, which he said. You know, even if Gary loses you, the, the solo and the outro uh, hopefully will we'll get you back. Well, he's lost, right, that's for sure. So I, I have to hope that the uh, the solo and stuff is going to make up for it because so far, no. All right, well, let's keep going here. All right, all right, before we get into it, I just got to say, I, uh, according to the Van Halen Encyclopedia, they said that uh, the parts of the song on which Ed and Gary shared vocals were recorded with a Shure 57 microphone. I have Shure 57 microphones, and they sound a fuck lot better than what we're getting off the vocals here. Like, the vocals sound so thin and so tinny. Uh, you know, there, there's no low, low end on them at all. No, and it's just, and Gary is way too high up in the front, and yeah, it's... I was I like Michael. I was kind of uh, taking a step back from the vocals and trying really hard listening to the to the music and everything. And that build up in the pre-chorus is really cool. The bad part about that is one, you can't hear it, not really. And then two, uh, they lead into that chorus, which kind of uh, uh, sort of fizzles out. You know, it's a it's a great big build up into something lackluster. You know, and that that's a shame. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you about that, Corey, about the mics. I'll tag on your lackluster because what it is, is you expect this high harmony coming out of that, which could have been maybe kind of cool, but in this instance, it isn't. They, they mute Michael Anthony and it's like a Eddie and Gary harmony, which what up? Which is like, 
I don't know. It's I think it's just a weak, it's, it's just a, yeah, it's a it's a weak structure of the chorus, and it just it, like I said, it's a it's a big build up to not much of anything, and like that's everything that's, on this album yeah. is in minor. Like we're just gonna make it minor because we're gonna. <laughs> You know, right? Subligate everything you think about Van Halen. We can do it this way instead. And it's right. I don't know. They're yeah. just stepping on their own fucking feet. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, Josh says he hears a lot of clipping in there too. So yeah, it almost sounds mm-hmm. like it's overmodulating a bit. All right. Well, hopefully we're getting to that redeeming solo here pretty quick. Let's check it out. Well, Scott wasn't kidding about the solo. <laughs> it's decent. It's better than decent. It's Alan Ed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, so this is one, you know, overnight, those two guys practice this over and over and over again, and you can mm-hmm. help. They just forgot about the rest of the song, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my issue right now is like, yeah, that solo was awesome. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's kind of wasted in this song. I wonder but, uh, what if Ed handed this music to Dave or handed this music to Sam? I mean, this might have been a great song. But there's a there's Eddie a really great yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a really great song in here somewhere. Um, but as of right now, and we're like over halfway through it, uh I I, I don't know that uh I don't know that it can be saved. I don't know. I don't know. Look, that that solo rip is tangentially related to whatever they were doing before. Like that really takes off and becomes its own thing. Yeah. That is amazing. That's what this album could have been. And that's what makes it more disappointing to me, actually, because that segment is 10 out of 10. That is I would if Ted Templeman was producing this. He would have built off of that and he yep. would have made this fantastic song. But yep. whatever reason they picked Mike Post, yep. I think that weirdo singing the word proficient in the band. What I want. Yeah. What I want. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I just because, I mean, Ted has a, had a real good, you know, Van Halen's uh, mentality in terms of like what what the boys need to sound like what what makes them sound the best uh i think you're right i think he would have done something pretty pretty radical uh building off of 
that solo. I think he absolutely would have, yeah. Yeah. And this is one of the few songs on the album that uh, Mikey actually played bass on. Right. <laughs> I mean... I like. Well, I guess you, you can kind of tell if you're if you're right. listening close, and you have to listen close because the mix sucks. But that the low end when it's actually uh, doing some pretty cool stuff, uh, it, it does have a little bit of that Mikey flair to it. So uh, a, if, that solo is a Van Halen jam. That yeah. that oh, thing yeah. could fit into many songs in the '80s, the '70s, the '90s. Just happens to be in this piece of shit song anyway <laughs> that's actually uh, that was badass and i love when alex kind of took a double time too and eddie had to yeah. keep up in the second half of that solo that to me that that that's the magic of uh, alex van halen and i still can't believe i maybe allegedly uh said uh, he didn't contribute to the song because that's 100 i want not i want proof true. I want a timestamp and I want to like, I want proof that this happened because I don't believe it for a second. I think e, e, you are being misquoted. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I'm going to pull a Trump and say the audio was doctored. If for some reason that actually came through, because it's just not true. That's your one Trump card you can pull. That's right. All right. Let's keep rocking. <laughs> good outro well, there you have it one i want from van halen three we didn't want it nobody wanted it uh except for mitch uh out there and uh oh ryan powell wanted it win. scott Monroe oh, ryan wanted, powell wanted it, it. yeah yes <laughs> well there you go boys <laughs> there it is um uh i don't know what to say about it after that i, mean, I guess let's Let's just get right to, right to it, shall we? Yeah. So, like, Matt, Michael, you're on the show. Uh, back to it. So, uh, Michael, we'll start with you. You've already uh, you've had some some interesting commentary before we even started this track on your thoughts on the album as a whole, and then you you did uh, point out a few things uh, for this one. So, overall, after this listening, I must ask you: Is one that I want, or one I want, uh, rather, uh, is this what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? This pains me to do this. It really does, but... And, and the key word you said there, Mark, is overall. If we were doing... Mm -hmm. If this was his best solo show, I would have 
gave it a thumbs up. Best outro show, they gave it a thumbs up. But for, it's a song, <laughs> an overall song. And it, it's not a good overall song. It just isn't. It's not even like 5150 <laughs> or whatever. It's, it's, it's not good. It's like, it's just not a good song. The lyrics are some of the worst I've ever heard from the band. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know. Corey like as the comment said i love the outro they always have good outros solo is very good too alex is good in the whole thing mikey when he gives a little time to shine it's good you know mm-hmm. uh, i mean the problem's gary that's the elephant in the room <laughs> as is sometimes the case but yeah, there it is uh <laughs> So, uh, I mean, I don't, I feel like I don't even have to ask, but I'm going to anyway, because you're, you know, a guest and honorary panelist on the show. Matt is one I want what dreams are made of, or is the dream just completely over for you? I made it obvious, but this is. This is the most disappointing Van Halen song I can think of because there were songs on this album that were obvious clunkers. You know, How Many Say I, uh, I Don't Even Know Once, <laughs> Fuck. And there's been other bad Van Halen songs, but this song was one of those where I saw it live and I thought in the moment it was kind of cool for a minute, but even live, when I was 25, maybe seeing this shit, thinking it was cool, listening to it back, it's impossible to listen to. This song is garbage. It is terrible. The mix is terrible. Every single part of it is bad. It's one brother over the other brother, just strangling Gary and his potential to do something. And Michael Anthony isn't even involved. This song is the worst Van Halen song. Ooh, there's a hot take. We have heard some clunkers, uh, but this is the worst one. <laughs> Matt says this is the worst one. There you go. Uh, well, then I throw it over to my co-host, Corey. Uh, you're usually more the uh, the optimist around here. Uh, and you you were you were holding on to that optimism before we listen to the song. So having analyzed it. Thoroughly, and having uh, said the things that we have said overall, would you say uh, one I want is what dreams are made of for you, or is the dream over? Apologies to Scott. Uh, the, the solo is, is really fucking badass. I loved it. Uh, I loved what Alex was doing throughout the whole thing. Michael was 100% correct. Uh, the outro I thought was kind of cool but it, it's just not enough uh, to save this for me. Uh, the, lyrically, it's so fucking stupid. And I, I don't mind dumb lyrics if they sound cool or, you know, if they don't like stand out and take me out of the experience of listening to the song to make fun of it, which does not happen here. These lyrics are really fucking dumb. And I, I found a quote uh, from Gary Sharon uh, about this song. Uh, he says, uh, what I want, I thought was the closest thing to down the strike zone Van Halen, which I could not disagree more with. And he says, I thought lyrically it was fun that it could sit well with their old catalog. Uh, again, it, it sits well with Up for Breakfast, 
but the, that's about the only old Van Halen song I think of. Yes, the the, the solo section was fucking great. Uh, the outro w- w- was kind of neat. Um, you had an opportunity to get some great Van Halen harmonies on the chorus, and you just didn't take it. And it, the the audio, the vocal mix is so bad. Like it, it, a Sure Fifty Seven sounds a hell of a lot better than what they just put out on this song. Like you just took all the low end out of it. Uh, there's just it's buzzing and clipping everywhere. It's the vocal is mixed so bad. Like Mike Post, he he could write a catchy uh, theme song, but he can't mix an album 100%. And uh, I think I liked it a little more than than, uh, than Matt. I won't say it's the worst uh, in their catalog. I, I still think Once is right up there and How Many Say I, but this is uh, definitely uh, The Dream Is Over for me. So Mark Meyer, uh, that's three down votes tonight. Are you going to be the lone outlier who says this is what uh, dreams are made of? Or for you, is the dream over? It's not like this track really had a good shot at making it, uh, to be honest with you, because it's just uh, even before I heard the song, it's it, it's the wrong album. It's This is not the album that uh, uh, you want to show me a song from to think like, ah, oh, you might like this one. Like, mm. Unfortunately, much like what you said, Corey, uh, the solos and the the solo and the outros are fantastic, but they are wasted in this song because um, they're too good. They're too, I think they're too good for this song. I feel like that um, solo was was constructed the way it is because I think maybe even Eddie knew that there was a lull, there was a drag, there was something that uh, just wasn't quite, you know, cutting it. Uh, so maybe he decided like, all right, let me let me give this uh, let me give this track a little bit more oomph and just pulled out all the stops with this. So because I mean, this it, he really does rip. Uh, in that solo and it almost um, it doesn't go too long but it goes much longer than typically his his solos do and that's that's okay in this regard it's okay because I'd rather listen to him keep ripping that solo than go back to the structure of the original song Uh, Alex sounds great when you can uh, listen to Mike when you can hear Mikey he's doing some good stuff like uh, like Michael pointed out um but it's just, it's not enough to save it. And I am, like Corey said, I am down for cheesy, stupid lyrics in a Van Halen song, as long as it doesn't take me out of it. The lyrics to Jump are so dumb and make no sense whatsoever. But we all love Jump. Jump, it's, I mean, like, it's the biggest Van Halen song in, in the world. It's, it's just, it's so catchy. It's, it's fun. The lyrics don't have to make sense because you're not, you're not listening to it for the lyrics. You're listening to it for the music and you know, you're, you're feeling the energy from it. And speaking of energy to uh, uh, Matt, to, to be fair, you were, you saw a live show of Van Halen performing this. So in that moment, feeding yeah. off the energy of Van Halen live. Yeah, of course, of course you're thinking is like, ah, it's not so bad. It's a cool song. Yeah, it's pretty cool because you're in the moment. You're right. in the moment listening to it. They're there in front of you. Uh, uh, I'm, you didn't leave before Eddie busted out that solo, did you? No. Okay, no. so there you go. So he busts out that solo, and of course, right away, you're just like, hell yeah, Eddie Van Halen's doing his thing. Yeah, in that moment. It's only in hindsight, and it's when you go back to the record, you go like, oh, God. Like, what is this? Like, this structurally makes no sense. Uh, uh, Sound-wise, this, this is terrible. Terrible mixing. 
uh yeah the uh the mic issue i don't even know what to think about that because yeah i i agree with Corey. is like no sure sure 57s don't sound like that um poorly produced does not help it uh but then the structure of the song is just not well done and van halen is not uh they, they've they've been guilty of this before um it doesn't diminish their ability as musicians it doesn't diminish their uh accomplishments whatsoever we all think they're great but sometimes sometimes when they when when eddie and alex structure songs not all of them work this is one of those that don't work uh and i mean yeah that's all I, you know to gary like I'm, I'm not even gonna apologize to you for this one i'm just gonna be like there it is that was that was your choice especially after that quote you just read Corey. like wow you you really thought you had something on this one didn't you well i i applaud your confidence but this wasn't the one uh the one i do not want and uh there you go uh that is why the dream is over for me and it's a clean sweep of dreams are over we haven't had that in quite some time and uh we also haven't played this game that Corey loves to play where i lose you've won the last few times so well, yeah, I give did yourself some credit times, you've so. done pretty well yeah it's time to play how many times have van halen performed one i want uh, okay. mark because you're you're the rating champion how many times do you think van halen performed this live in concert well i know they've at least played it one time because you know our friend <laughs> matt lacoste listened to it live so there's at least one so i'm gonna say uh, they probably they probably busted this out on on that tour so i'll say they played it probably i'll say 20 times they played it 20 times all right michael how about you i saw it live too so that's two for sure right so mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> it was in the set list i think i'm gonna say 44 i think they 44 your show all right we have 20 we have 44 how about you matt we price of rights oh yeah price yep. yeah we're doing Closest to the actual number without going over. I don't want to be a dick. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 65. 65. <laughs> All right. We have a winner. And his name is Matt Lacoste. They played this song 75 times. Oh, Jesus. Oof. For the whole tour, first I'm played, assuming? It was yep, part first of the live show. This, this yep. is the one. The, Between the, March the, and November 1998. No, boy. Light rig that came down as the everyone's looking for something like yeah okay <laughs> so they played it every time hmm. well there you go yeah so the 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 rain of the rain is over <laughs> just like a, once again <laughs> i'm back to the status quo but congrats to met lacoste um, yes sir yeah, do well I? you know yeah you win bragging rights <laughs> and uh and bragging rights in that uh you, you won the price is right game on this uh episode and you were correct in that uh this song was was really awful so this is just not a good song so there it is uh yeah apologies to scott but because you know you you were keen on it you were maybe a little too keen but i i understand it's fine um did not land with me did not land with the the panelists here um it it could have you know, and there's probably an alternate reality where they restructured this song differently and it just kills every time. But uh, unfortunately, we live on Earth One and on Earth One, it's not good. It's not the one I want. So there you are. All right. So let me ask you this question before we end. 
because do we have one any more songs on uh, that shit album? Uh, I think yes, we do. Josephina. Uh, let me just look it up here. I think yeah, Josephina. Josephina is yeah. the last one. Yeah. 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 What's that going to be like when that ends? Is that going to be a party? Are we going to have a? Oh, we'll have to do a it's live show. Be, That's right. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to do a live show. We'll definitely. I mean, it's. I'm probably thinking that's going to be the closest one. Is that the, we don't, we haven't finished any other albums yet, right? Nope. Uh, other than the ones we've covered. Okay. You fair. Van Halen three will probably be the, <laughs> the one that we finished. I hope so. Because the, the, the <laughs> quicker, we, yeah. the quicker we can be done with Van Halen three for, you know, the remainder of this. <laughs> we'll be slouched on that. that you know, yeah, just because- is going to be the last song. It is, yeah. God, I, yeah, it probably will be, and that's unfortunate yeah. because I would really hate to go on that note. But uh, it is them's the bricks if that's it, if, if that's what's going to happen. But uh, you know, it's all up to the wheel. All I can say is, um, I, I just, I, <laughs> I shit on this album so hard, but it, it's just like I don't, I don't understand what the mindset was, and I just don't understand how it can just keep going from bad to worse to worse to worse you know what's and um, really interesting i always heard i've heard this multiple times that they they recorded a follow-up to three and they turned it into warner brothers and warner brothers part of this rumor is warner brothers goes hey this is pretty good but where's the hit so they go back and, and then they record like four or five handful more songs they turn those into warner brothers warner brothers goes this is even better but where's the hit and then they all kind of threw their arms up and Gary's like, I can't do any better. And then they kind of quit that era of the band. So those songs are somewhere in 51. They're out there in the ether. I would be, I would be curious to hear them, but at the same time, it's like, well, if, if they're asking, where's the hit, there's, there's probably something to that. Um, and I'm not one to, I'm not one to agree with the, you know, the Warner brothers label too often these days, but like, ah, uh, yeah, it, you can write some really great songs, but you know, you gotta have, you gotta have a hit to really draw in the, uh, the mainstream audience. If that's what you want to do, if you don't want the mainstream audience, then fine, fuck them, you know, do what you do. But, uh, it's Van Halen. You gotta bring the mainstream. So you gotta have a hit because that's, you know, that's what Van Halen does. They make hits. So if you, if they're turning in, if that rumor is true and they turned in all those tracks and they were still like, okay, cool. Awesome. We love it. But where's the hit? Then like, uh, that tells me that something is not working. There's a missing link here, and if, it's likely it was Gary. <laughs> and, and I think it was proven. Like, no, it was Gary. Um, and, and for that, apologies, but uh, not on this song. So there you have it, you guys. It's, it's been a while since we've clean swept. A dream is over, but there it is. And uh, shocker, shocker, it's from Van Halen 3. Um, that There's nothing more I can add to that. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, going over to uh Matt Lacoste, Michael Griffith, you guys coming back on the show. Uh, you're you're very uh very proud sponsors of the show as well. You know, joining our Patreon, we appreciate you guys. We love having you on. Love having your takes here. Uh, what can we uh where, where can the people find you, Matt Lacoste? Where what do you got going on? Plug away. I got nothing going on otherwise than this show, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you for having me on. I will, uh, you know, happily contribute to the Patreon and others should. This is fun. This is good, good talk. 
That's all that matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Exactly. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. No, you guys are badass. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank yes. you. We appreciate you so much. Michael Griffith, right back at you, man. Uh, thank you so much for being on. What uh, what do you got going on and uh, where can the people find you? Uh, same thing, but yeah, at Mike S. Griffith on whatever social and just, yeah, talk <laughs> Van Halen, talk about this song, the travesty of it and <laughs> whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> get on the uh the twitter war with uh that mitch dude and just like yeah. keep on at it. like he's he's very convinced very convinced yeah, that we'll talk about it we'll have mention gary and you know <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh that is just uh but speaking of the patreon you guys yeah as i said matt and michael here are, are proud members of our patreon we we do have a patreon i mention it every week on the show because i want you all i want you all to be a part of it listen to how much fun we're having listen to how much fun matt's having he can just like go on a tirade when he's like let me tell you why this song sucks and we proudly be like yes tell us tell us all we want to hear it um and that's uh, all you got to do is join the patreon and uh get on the tier that fits for you uh, but they're not the only ones. Let me give you a shout out to. Oh God, I'm trying to. I'm trying to shout out our patrons, and you're gonna. All right, well, give you a little background music. To Matt Lacoste and Michael Griffith, Nate from the Deep Purple Podcast, Rave Flav, Josh Caldwell, Greg Zito, Michael Griffith. I said it again. Chaz Charles, Sean McGinnity, Kevin Brown, Per Lineker, Scott Monroe, Ryan Powell in the chat. You guys, Jeff Brewer as well. Uh, ben Andriozzi, Tom um, uh, Tom Armbruster, not Tim, Scott Everett, Keith McCoy, Janice Risco, and Brad Gould. Thank you all so much. I know some of you are in the uh, lurking in the chat. Thank you guys so much for your commentary as well. Uh, and apologies to Scott Monroe again. We just didn't, we, we just didn't, uh, uh, we couldn't connect with this song like you connected with it. We just, we, we tried, we tried, but it is what it is. Um, I'm going to blow my head off if I have to listen to this anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Sorry. Sorry. I, I got to say, uh, we we actually got a new patron. We, we got a shout out. Oh, here, I forgot to tell you about this. Uh, Michael T uh, signed up at, at the tier four level. So thank you very much, Michael. Uh, couldn't make it tonight because uh, he's not here, but hopefully uh, next month we can get Michael on the show and uh, get Hell his yeah. thoughts on Van Halen. So thank you very much for your support. David Lee Smith uh, was, was a new patron on there as well. So uh, oh, thank man. you for your support. Uh, can't wait to have you all on the show. Of course, we're going to have a, another live show coming up as soon as we finish off our next album. Uh, 1984 and Van Halen 3 only have one song left. So we'll see which one of those Ooh. we finish off first. Poor Kevin Brown. Uh, you know, he said the wheel gave him a shitty Queen song last night. Of course, they were recording Seaside Pod Review. And uh, tonight he gave him a, a shitty Van Halen song. So he's like, fuck all wheels. Like all wheels could just go to hell. There's no such thing as a shitty Queen song, Kevin. You know that. You love <laughs> all the Queen songs. Come yeah, on. You love all great. of their catalog. You know. Oh, you've never Come heard on. Delilah, clearly. The song Freddie wrote for his cat. <laughs> I actually have heard it only because of you guys. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> that, I had to. I had to because you had so many choice words about that song. I was like, well, now I have to listen to it. And you know what? I didn't hate it. So there it is. Oh, you no, might no, hate Kevin. the one no, you no. spun them? <laughs> well, which, wh whatever one you spun, let me know, and uh, I'll go back and check it out if I don't know it already. But uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of a, that's a bold statement because Queen usually puts out such good material. But if you want to check out uh, what's going on with uh, the Queen show, check out the, Seas uh, the Seaside Pod Review, I believe is what it's called. Uh, uh, 
but I'm going to let Corey give you the lowdown on all of the like-minded podcasts you can find yeah, at the Deep Dive Podcast Network. See you, Matt. Matt. When it comes to my bullshit, Matt's like, I'm out. Fuck y'all. He's like, no, okay. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <I'll listen laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, Chaz, Taz, hit record. Here we go. We're going to go through the Deep Dive Podcasting Network featuring such shows as Backtracks, Aerosmith Revisited, uh, featuring myself and Scott Haskin, Backtracks Theme Music, featuring myself and John Mariano, The Ultimate Catalog Clash, featuring myself and Kevin Brown, talking uh, Bill Collins' era Genesis. We're almost done season one, uh, about ready to pick the band for season two. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, of course, Kevin also does uh, the Tom Petty Project. Uh, I think they just did Learning to Fly this week, which is one of my all-time favorite Tom Petty songs, so go check that yeah. out. Uh, the aforementioned Seaside Pod Review, with Kevin and uh, that motherfucker, Randy Woods, uh, the Cardinal of the Church, or go fuck yourself. Uh, Scott Haskin also does a show about Uriah Heap called The Magician's Podcast. We have Nate and John at The Deep Purple Podcast, The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered, Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side, Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Paul Joan David at In the Lap of the Pods. That podcast is wrapping up uh, before the end of the year here, so go check them out before it's too late. Uh, Andy and Mac uh, do a show called Hawk Binge on the band Hawkwind. Then you have Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z. Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie podcast. Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. George and Hattie at the Judas Priest cast. Clay and Riot North by South podcast. That's Canadian music versus American music. Check that out. It's a heck of a lot of fun. Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What. Talking all things ABBA. No, I'm kidding. Of course, they're talking Megadeth. Quinn, Ed, and Volume for All. Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast. Then we got the Chazerific shows. Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu. Of course, that show is wrapped up, but please uh, catch up uh, on all their old episodes, especially if you hate your ears. Then we have Chaz and Chats at Rush Rash and Chaz and Wolfie at uh, Regarding Roger. That's Roger Waters, and that one will be coming up very, very soon. And of course, we uh, ask you all to support all of our friends in the podcasting universe, including You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast. The Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast, the DLR Cast, the Bogus Oda Show, soon to feature one Sammy Hagar himself, Pot of Thunder, the uh, recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, Booked on Rock with the legendary Eric Senich, Dissect That Film, and Three's Company 2, a rewatch podcast. Rest in peace, Suzanne Summers. Yeah, good stuff, man. Thank you, Corey. Yes. And uh, also, you guys, as you know, www.podcastwillrock.com. All the backlog shows are there in case you miss it. Uh, but we're also on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, we're likely there. We've got a YouTube channel. So if you want to actually see us while we uh, get our chat on, then do that. Um, but I'm not responsible for the weird faces I make on camera that I don't, I'm not even aware that I'm making. So uh, be ready for that if you want to watch it in video format. Uh, we also have merch on the, on the website. Uh, Kevin Brown, uh, very, very uh, nice of him to contribute a lot of those designs. And they always crack me up, always make me laugh. Get yourself a shirt, especially the apologies to Gary shirt, because I, I will not rest until there's an army, an army of you wearing these shirts. And he sees it and go, what the hell is that all about? And you all have to tell him. You got to check out this show, man. I think you're going to be you're going to be very uh, either pleasantly surprised or you're going to be infuriated. Either way, it's a, a hoot of a time Buy the shirt. I just want confused faces on everybody. OK, that just that fills me with joy when people see other people doing stuff and they're like, what the hell is that all about? And they're not in the know. But you say, 
you got to check out the show, man. Check out this podcast, and then they'll be in the know. And then they'll get a shirt. And yay, shirts for everybody. So get yourself some merch at our merch store on podcastlerock.com. And once again, thank you to our patrons, including Michael Griffith here. Thank you, sir. Uh, Join our Patreon. Like I said, we have uh, awesome tiers. And if we don't have one that you like, let us know. I'm sure we can accommodate you. Uh, We are winding down on the wheel, man. 26 songs left to go. Only one song for two albums, as Corey said, left to go on those. So we are... We're it's it's we're getting down to the wire here, man. So it's going to be a fun time. We've got we've got some bangers left. So you definitely want to be uh, uh, with us on the journey as we go through those. So uh, any final words before we finally adjourn, boys? No, just it was great to be back spinning the wheel. Uh, we're going to do this 26 yeah. more times before we uh, we call it a season. Anyway, we haven't decided if we're going to keep going. Uh, hopefully uh, people yeah. out there are, are interested in. Uh, and us continuing, uh, let us know either on Twitter or in our Patreon or what have you. And, uh, you know, we got some ideas of how we could keep going. Maybe we do solo wheels. Maybe we do inspiration wheels. Maybe we do just a uh, uh, fan request. Who knows? But uh, please reach out and let us know. Uh, www.podcastwillrock at podcastwillrock on all your favorite social media platforms. And, uh, yeah, let us know. It, this Tonight was a lot of fun. Even though the song wasn't the best, it was just great getting back together with all my friends talking about one of my favorite bands. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, lots the of live, uh, the live three show. That'll be fun. Yes. Well, <laughs> that'll be something. Well, we still got one. Yeah, we still got one song left for that before that happens. But that is going to be a hoot, and I will make sure the uh, whiskey is fully stocked when yeah. that happens yeah, because good, good uh, I will, I will, I will need it. And uh, as yeah, as Corey said, uh, feedback is important. Let us know, you guys. Let us know what you want us to do once we get down to those final songs and. Uh, Should we keep going? Should we do other things? Let us know. Until that time, on behalf of Matt Lacoste, Michael Griffith, and my partner in crime, Corey Morissette, I am Mark Meyer, and we are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.